0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
1: Hey, here we go. Hour two of the Lori and Julia show on Monday, May 3rd. We got a couple big days coming up this week Cinco de Mayo. And I know you guys are excited for tomorrow, May the 4th, Star Wars Day. We'll probably go wall-to-wall Star Wars all day tomorrow, right? We're working
2: on our outfits as we speak. Okay. (laughs) 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 Was <laughs> <is>
1: that Chewbacca?
3: <laughs> that's pretty good. That's my version of it. That's
2: pretty good. Oh, my gosh. I'll never forget, Rocco. One time we were so confused with the before, the after, the whatevers, that Holly literally did a flow chart for us. And uh-huh. all the different Star Wars right. families. Yeah. I don't know
3: where that ever went. I don't know. But we looked at it, and then we still, said, oh, we were like, oh, God. That's it. it reminded true. us in a historical novel when they give... Like it, it, the, the family. royal family of the family. And you're just like, well, your head is spinning. You can't I look back when I need to know.
1: Yeah, it's confusing. Yeah, it is,
3: it is. Well, speaking of confusing. Yes. So um my sexy jailer and I decided to watch That's a your movie husband, my brother. Mm-hmm. That, that won an Academy Award last Sunday night. And it, Which one? I wanted to watch it because he's long been a Hollywood crush of mine. Um Mads. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wanted
2: to uh, watch that. The, I started watching it, but three the, minutes I made.
3: Yeah, the movie is called Another Round, and it's a Danish film. And I know you had loved the guy, speech, yes. Thomas Vintenberg, who wrote the screenplay, directed the movie. The movie's dedicated to his daughter, Ida. Um,
2: who passed away three days into filming. It was supposed to be in the movie.
3: Right. And he co-wrote it, but he did direct it, and he took home... The best international film mm-hmm. of the 93rd Academy Awards. And he also, you know, that opened the Toronto Film Festival. It's won all kinds of awards. This okay, movie, this, another round. This
2: is interesting because I feel like there's something, but.
3: No, no. This movie is, is fantastic. Great? Oh, it, it is? is? Oh, it good.
2: is. It looks so good. It's,
3: but it's very, you know, um, the whole. Concept, it's got very Danish humor or that Scandinavian sort of dark tinge humor. Also, in I don't know if you know this about you know, Dane, Swedish, Norway, you know, but the culture of drinking is like deep. an art. Well, it's it can be it could be a problem, okay? You know, yeah. it could be a problem, and so it's very um. There's a lot of Danish-centric thing, like how they, the, a barrel beer race that they have, just sort of some things, it's it just, you know, it's so great, and Mads is so good, and basically the premise is these four guys, they're all like midlife, yep. and they're just like um, wondering why some of them are boring, some of them are unhappy, and the, this one guy, and they all teach, they all are like a history, a physical ed teacher, all okay. at the same school. And the one guy gives this theory about this guy uh, who says that all humans are we should be op- we should be operating on a zero point five alcohol level level, but we're not, and so our natural state is to at least have one to two drinks a day and stay at that level. Sure, okay, to be normal, to be a human. This is this whole theory. So they decide to put this theory to, to test. the test. Okay. And you know they agree that that their blood alcohol should never be below zero point five, and they shouldn't drink after eight p.m. So that means drinking during the day while teaching. Yes, okay. I mean it's a very it's it's really 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 a good movie. Um, I'm not going to say anything else about it. But the day after the Academy Awards, you know Leonardo DiCaprio announces he's re- going to remake this movie. Yes. Okay, now that I've seen the movie, now I understand why people were so upset. This movie doesn't need to Are be we? remade. But Leonardo DiCaprio, I can see his agent saying, you will get an Academy Award nomination for this improv dance that you're going to do. Oh,
0: in so movie. one
3: thing. Well, one thing, and and, and I mean, they we've it's not like, okay, like, it, it's been done before, like, the Departed, Martin right. Scorsese, that is a remake of an adaptation of a Hong Kong movie called Infernal Affairs. And then, of course, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo got redone. Yes, it did. And but this
2: feels like it's in the same year. I mean, this movie just came out in yeah. one, and he's going to be making it next year or something. It feels very
3: quick. Right. And fans aren't having it. They're just okay. like, first of all, Mads Michelson speaks. English, he plays Hannibal. Right. And he's taking over for Johnny Depp as Grunwald or whatever, and them beasts, or what's that friend? Possible yeah. Beasts or Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I mean, it just, yeah, it's won like so many awards. awards and stuff. And anyway, and I thought, and I was just looking at Casey and I knew this. And afterwards, I was like, they okay, so here's the casting. It'll be yeah. Leonardo, will be Mads michelson and you know i don't know where they're gonna set it but we
2: should watch this movie
3: it's very it's it's very good you got to read it it's in subtitles who cares
2: what what station amazon netflix Hulu. it was
3: 4.99 on amazon okay yeah i thought it was on hulu
2: i thought it was free i feel like i started watching it just people double-check. Uh, I
3: can't remember where okay. I guess we saw it. My, it might be on Hulu. I don't know. Casey, but, but you All liked I it. did was uh, talk into my microphone.
2: Okay, and you liked it.
3: Yes, yes, and Casey really liked it too. And oh, good. I would say, you know, it's a triggering movie for anyone with, you know, like a, a very, very painful alcohol family story
2: oh okay okay in that
3: sense because it is like they're doing this social experiment Mm -hmm. all based on this one guy's theory about this danish guy who says hey we're all operating on too low of a blood alcohol content Mm -hmm. maybe this is why the queen has her five drinks a day maybe Mm. you know maybe she's balancing out all day because she starts at like noon and then she's done by seven
2: okay i have a random question Uh that's sort of related but not okay okay We've all been to places that take your temperature in the past year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What does your temperature show up as? On average, it's
3: always the same for me. Mm, Either 96.8 or 97.2. And what is it supposed to be? I have no idea. Wasn't it
1: always 98.6? I thought it was in the 98s, yeah. Yeah,
2: because I'm just, this is so weird, but I've never hit 98 once. Yeah, It's always, you go into 96 even. Mine is always 97.1. Yeah. So it's like I'm thinking, is there this weird thing over time and evolution that our, our body heat is oh, yeah. getting cold? I was Let just me wondering. put on my
3: doctor hat Well, because we were you. talking about this my other nun, thing. My right. nun. Let me put on my nursing uh-huh. cap. Let me. I've got a scarf here. So okay. Put it on. Put it on this. Karnak. <laughs> he's dressing
2: in Karnak. But I just am wondering. I mean, because I've never
3: hit. I'm going to tell you something. My, I like that my Look li- on you. My lady. little one. Little gypsy. Uh, the only way we're really going to know is to have a
1: thermometer. In your rectum. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you dressed up like Rhoda mm-hmm. for that.
3: It is and no Rota, one even uses it? a regular <laughs> thermometer yeah, anymore. That, that's the true temperature, really. Everybody, so do you think erectum? your rectum is 98.6?
2: It's warmer there than it is on uh, your forehead. Exactly. So the interior of your that's body is right. warmer than the exterior. Julia,
3: this is me explaining <laughs> science and medical stuff. I'm glad. So I'm glad I could do this for you right. today. That was, okay. <laughs> that was so helpful.
1: All right, we'll be right back.
3: You know, I saw this story
2: the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And
1: now, Julia's random thoughts.
2: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so when we started our show today, we were talking about traveling and things that are opening up and blah, 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 and how Europe, you said France and Italy, really want... A pause. Okay, so we got an email. France is not opening up yet from our woman in France. Yeah. Okay? Ladies, hello, ladies in Morocco. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, here in France, it is difficult to get vaccines for lack of availability. I spent a couple days trying to get through in three different towns here in northern Burgundy, and I finally got an appointment today for June 11th, but 11 June, Mm -hmm. of course, the European way. Mm -hmm. And then probably six weeks after that for my second, there is a big problem for when restaurants and bars will be able to open on the seventeenth right. or nineteenth of May, because there is enormous lack of workers, mm-hmm. we still have a seven p.m. curfew, but don't need a permission slip to go out anymore, and the ten k distance maximum from home, unless we were, um, even unless you were um, a healthcare worker or yeah. grocery shopping or something, it is slow to open, but since the distance limitation has been lifted. Reservations at rural houses, apartment and hotels have filled up fast, especially with next weekend, which is a four day weekend um, for the Ascension. Um, so baby steps over here. Love the show. Stay safe and well. So yeah. that's kind of what they're saying. The
3: vaccines are hard to get. Yeah. I'm just planning on waiting till 2022 to, to go to ma- making a reappearance to Europe in Europe. You know, things just have to settle down and people, you know what I mean? There's right. so much, it's such a, like the India, I mean, oh, my gosh, that, that is, is just incredible. A nightmare living
2: out, and yeah. <sighs> All right, okay. moving on. All right, um, Guy Ferrari. You guys know who he is, yes. the chef
1: Guy Fieri oh,
2: or Fieri. There's no T in it.
1: I know, but I, it's funny. It's spelled Fieri, but it, uh, supposedly Fieri. he likes to be called Fieri. Fieri.
2: We'll put it well,
1: down. But whatever it's, it, is, it wasn't said Ferrari. Died. That's all I'm I'd saying. I
2: like to be called Ferrari. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's um, go with Ferrari for now. Or Lamborghini. Heard you, I've heard you called that behind your back. I mean, there it was, was a, little a Ferrari. Ferrari yellow. So he called out Jeff Bezos for not helping restaurant people during the pandemic. He raised over twenty-five. Mi- He's been kind of the superstar for restaurants during right. COVID. He raised over twenty-five million for out-of-work line cooks, servers, and other restaurant professionals. One of the ways he did that was by going directly to CEOs of major corporations and asking for donations. He says he got huge sums of money from companies like PepsiCo, Uber Eats, and Procter & Gamble. And from Amazon, he got nothing. This is my favorite line now. And you can Hollywood speak it when I'm done. He says, quote, I'm not into shaming people and telling who didn't donate. That's not my style. But Jeff Bezos, by the way, didn't help us.
1: Yeah. I feel like none of the big billionaires. I mean, Bill Gates obviously, Bill right? Gates but did. Elon Musk didn't really do much. I, I'm, but Bezos, Bezos didn't do much, and Amazon was the one who gained all the, all the money from m- everybody staying at home. It's
2: even, it's even more. Yeah. I mean,
3: well, let's be glad that Mackenzie divorced his ass, and she's busy giving she's been away giving uh, away the gazillions of dollars, billion, billions of right. dollars, and in life changing ways like they said the last big like what's her uh crock ray Croc's wife mm-hmm. mcdonald mcdonald's yeah that her her huge uh gift was life-changing for so many charities well, and scholarships the Salvation Army. And, mm-hmm. yeah kind of mm-hmm. yeah
2: all right so, well, so there i don't have
3: any problem with guy fieri telling us Either that and
2: even though he says it's not my style but by the way
3: yeah wow You know,
2: you want to do Lori and I have had a problem because we want to promote local, mm -hmm. and as much as you can spend local, sure, there's a convenience factor, but we just are all about that, and we try not to say the name.
3: I I just call it Mr. Jeff. Are you shopping with Mr. Jeff, or are you shopping locally? You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know because to me, all the money is just going right to him. Oh yeah, yeah. And we pay more taxes each one of us individually as our own corporation.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, our family, then, then his th- that that is ridiculous. It's, it's, that it's company, Manning. It's that Manning. company thing, it's
2: Manning. All right, guess what today is? It's National Paranormal Day. I'm not even going paranormal. The Paranormal Day. Well, so
1: like ghosts. And, right. So I'm going to ask you. Yes.
3: Do you guys believe in ghosts? I just had a crazy encounter with an eagle. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait. The question was, <laughs> do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> well, matter of fact, I just had
2: a crazy. Crazy interaction with an eagle. And we always thought my dad came back as an eagle. Uh uh-huh. um, So, okay. So, Lori, you're a yes. Yes, I'm a yes okay. to that question. And,
1: <laughs> and Rocco, I almost called you Donnie. That's fine. Uh, you know, I'm one of those. I, I'm willing to believe, but I, I, at this point, I'm not. He needs cold I'm kind of agnostic, food. right? Yeah. All right. Like, I'm not saying no, but, I, you know.
2: 35. All right. Here's the deal. So 80% of Americans believe in ghosts. 80? 80. That's high.
3: That's why horror movies will always be made.
2: Yeah, I I'm not one. I'm kind of like mm. Okay, 45% of that 80 believe in it but have never seen one. Yeah. And then 35% believe cuz they have seen
3: one. Okay. Explain this. The night of my mo- that my mom's husband this. died.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: i yep.
3: He was a smoker. Okay. She heard his Zippo lighter flick in the bedroom. And Which then is a distinctive sound. It's the metal one. Oh, yeah. And then the menthol cigarette,
1: like they could, you could smell the she menthol. Could smell it.
3: And mm. she woke up, and she wasn't afraid. Mm. And that's and the only was gone. one that we've. But we've had, she's you know, had a couple. Michael, she's had a couple um, other. You uh, know. cigarette, the cigarette smell. Mm-hmm. Um, like when she's gone to see Steve at the cemetery, um, and he hasn't come to see her as much anymore. And I think it's just because. You know, when she's doing better, How in every, is you been? know, it's been a long time now. It's been like 10 or 11 years. Wow, or so okay. Maybe people are more worried about you at the beginning and will show up if you're open to the signs. And she always found it comforting, not scary. Right. That's like I cool. would have been scared that somebody was actually in my hallway you know, with the stolen lighter of Steve's mm-hmm. and an old pack of cigarettes from the garden and somebody's in the house. Right. Okay, I'd have been terrified. Right. But my mom was like, she knows him.
2: She. I know, I remember that mm-hmm. story. So, yes, we do have that. Mm-hmm. And
3: Michael Bodine has t-
2: told us. And Echo Bodine I mean, has have you us- had
3: a ghost? I mean, your dad is dying. I mean, have you had an encounter Mm-mm. with your dad? Mm-mm. In a dream, though? Well, no, I... I, I
2: I listen to his voicemail and I think of him and look at yeah. pictures and just laugh mm-hmm. and just miss him. And I yeah. can't believe how long it's been. I mean, it's amazing how you can still, you know, feel like it, it was just yesterday. Yeah. You talked to him, but it's been since 2014, actually.
3: Everyone I know that like their parents said you never stop missing them. Yeah. No matter you how don't, old you get,
2: I don't, you know, I don't know that you do because there's some different things that he would I'm just I'm not getting because I have both my you parents do. for a lady of a certain age. He <laughs> does. Okay, so, you know, there was a story or TikToker about a week ago who's a flight attendant who said in a TikTok thing, you know, why we always greet everybody when they get on the plane is we're checking out people to figure out able bodied people and where they're sitting. So we'll look at their seat, we'll check them out, we'll do the once See. You know, if they're going to be able to help in a first responder situation and that kind of thing. So that was just last week. OK, mm-hmm. so then last the, over the weekend on a flight from Salt Lake City to Hawaii, um, a woman, Lavana Mugana, um, she was 29 weeks pregnant and she went into labor on the flight. Oh, and is for, that too early to have a baby? It's early. OK, mm-hmm. that's very early. Is that how, is that like eight months pregnant? No, gosh, no. Seven it, it's months? 40 months is basically, 40 weeks is nine months. Okay. So it's 10 weeks earlier than okay. that. So it's early. But fortunately a doctor and three at Nick, Nick, you, you, uh, nurses happened to be aboard the flight and they leapt into action and they used a shoelace to tie off the umbilical cord. They, um, used, um, an Apple watch to do the. Oh heartbeads. my word! You know the child's fine. They were greeted, you know, in Hawaii with the ambulance and everything, and everyone lived and survived. But can you imagine being on a flight where Ooh. someone gave birth? Oh my mm-hmm.
1: word! Did he get a snack? Or
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they don't give out snacks uh, anymore. It's COVID. Okay. He, he came, out, <laughs> wearing he came out wearing a mask. Why they do? Came out wearing a mask. Yeah, right. You want pretzels or peanuts? Honey, there you go. That was not Barbara Streisand.
3: No, <laughs> that was, that was not, uh, that is Billie Eilish. Uh, this, that's her new single that, uh, is going to be off of her album. It's coming out. The song itself, which seems to be about a teacher who abused his position with a student. it after three days, it's number 15 on the iTunes and it only sold, uh, 2,700 copies on Thursday and Friday. And 57,000 streaming. The song is not catching. No. Nope, it doesn't and catch me at all. No, no. It and doesn't. I like
2: the soft stuff.
3: And the song is timely and topical, but whatever. It's not doing it. But at the same time, um, Anna Wintour is using British Vogue as a. Uh, she's shooting darts at it because um, uh, Billie Eilish is the cover of Vogue magazine and the editor in chief, Edward Ennenfell is, uh, you know, Anna is seething with jealousy that...
2: uh, British folk got
3: Billie Eilish Eilish. on the cover. And she is, you know, not breaking news, but it is breaking news in that she's, you know, dyed her hair and posed in lingerie and corset and very sexy. And so she's gone from her Gucci emo sack thing to va-va-voom. People are calling it vintage pinup. Uh, Billie Eilish goes gaga as a femme fatale. We've posted... The cover Um she uh what a fun photo shoot first of all for her to do oh yeah like to go from you know because now she's 19 she the reason you're ready to maybe own hey I, I guess I am kind of a bombshell and all mm-hmm. the things that maybe you were you when you were not feeling as confident ab- about everything probably because of, looking at her boobs she got boobs at a young age she did and got sexualized very young. Very young. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And she... this Here, is She is owning it. She said,
2: I never wanted the world to know everything about me. That's why she would wear the baggy clothes. She said, because people make assumptions about who you are based on how you look and on their size. And who.
3: I, we might have this in oh, a story. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we have... Uh, Okay. I don't know who did the story for If it's Good Morning America, I don't know if they're doing any of her quotes, but yeah, I'm interested to see what she says, but we'll get the story on the shoot first.
0: Overnight pop sensation, Billie Eilish breaking the internet, garnering over 1 million likes on Instagram in just six minutes. The post is now reportedly the fastest double-tapped picture to achieve the milestone in Instagram history. The photo generating such high interest? This shot, the new cover of British Vogue, Eilish debuting a total transformation. This is a Billie Eilish we have not seen before. She swept the Grammys and really made her mark as a teenager, but now she's ready for a new phase. These photos show the 19-year-old songstress donning a new blonde do and posing in classic pin-up-inspired outfits, all on the heels of the release of her new song, Your Power, the first single from her highly anticipated new album, due in July, called Happier Than Ever. The new look, a huge departure from the baggy wardrobe that has long been a part of her signature style. In a candid conversation with the magazine, Eilish revealing, I've literally never done anything in this realm at all. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, we posted the photo. Yeah, I mean, there were, it. it
2: was really surprising because she really has been wearing very baggy clothes, and now she's just showing it, showing her figures it, But whatever her that
3: record was, the most like double, the most liked in six minutes to get to a million. The fact that they're you know keep that that is a thing, right? Like to get to that million in six minutes, Jeez. that that's you know. So that's why I said Anna Wintour is throwing darts. At the British Because Vogue he's editor. the guy that is supposedly the British Vogue, this Edward Enninful, He's the one who worked with Meghan Markle. This is who Condé Nast wants to be at American Vogue. Okay.
2: But, but they can't get rid of...
3: Well, I don't know if she's got a contract or... Remember, they made her yeah. some other kind of a... Mm-hmm. She's, she's the ambassador of the Condé Nast properties. But this cover might just help get yeah. her there faster. Is there
0: a little bit more for... Yeah, from, there's uh, 30 seconds more. Okay. I think the message she's trying to send is be yourself. Eilish adding, if you're about body positivity, why would you wear a corset? Why wouldn't you show your actual body? My thing is that I can do whatever I want. It's all about what makes you feel good. So she posted four pictures from the British Vogue shoot less than 24 hours ago. They've received more than 56 million likes combined. Eilish writing, I love these pictures. I love doing the shoot. Do whatever you want, whenever you want. So talk about a message of body positivity and owning it.
2: And you know, so many people are criticizing her. You're selling out, blah 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 I don't blah. Think blah. So at I disagree all. at all. She's she's 19 now. Yeah, and she was a fully developed. I I could totally relate because when your stuff comes in early and you're sexualized early, just because of the way people look at you, right?
3: Well, she talks about that in the interview. Mm-hmm. She says. Uh, she was asked about how our teenage girls victimized by men, and she said, absolutely, it's an, it's an insane thing. Young women were expected to know and do everything and be everyone's mom when we're like 15. I used to not understand why age mattered. And of course, you feel like that when you're young because you're the oldest you've ever been. You feel like you're so mature and you know everything. But you shouldn't have to know everything then. The expectation creates space for exploitation. People forget that you can grow up and realize bleep was bleeped up when you were younger.
2: Well, and That's just to so paraphrase, true. basically. Did
1: you guys watch her movie? That I, I, I haven't. Yeah, I
2: I've heard it. her on a many interviews, and yeah. I like her, I like mm-hmm. her, I like her. And she, she... It's just something that teenage girls go through. If you develop too fast, too quick, it's hard. Yeah, Because and, people look at your chest and they don't look at your face anymore, and then you're talked about because of your boobs. Right. Or your body, so you're Or whatever vic- it is. You're just, it's you're, weird.
3: It's just a whole weird.
2: It's you're victimized so victimized And
3: then you're victimized again because then there's this gossip. But boys, on the other hand, can, they, for a lot of get boy, men and boys, are allowed to kind of get away with more stuff and just keep moving on. But there's a real sense of victimizing and shaming and all this heavy burden that. I don't know. I
2: The victim scary. part of it, I don't understand really. But I understand the. Um, I understand. Well, it
3: just depends if you had a creepy uncle in your well, family sure, or something sure, like that. That's what sure. I mean. Okay, That's what I, I mean. Because I just... The creep factor can come from all over the place. It,
2: it Yeah. It's very strong. It's just uncomfortable when you're very young, like 12, yeah, 13, yes. and 14 years old, and men are looking at your boobs. Yeah, no, I had, That's where yeah, it's yeah, weird. And they course. could be anyone, anywhere. And you're like, I
3: am in, you know, eighth grade. My friend Loretta D'Ambrosia <laughs> had boobs, and I did not. And I was grateful that I didn't have them because I saw... It's just a it weird was thing. Like, she, we just hated it. I hated it for her. hmm It was And no, so- you know, no one would look... I wouldn't get really looked at twice unless it was, like, a flash or somebody that was just, you know, like, let's go... You know, because that happened. The flashing was happening. So
1: back did back. you react to it, Julia, by wearing baggy uh, no, clothes you know, and stuff? Or? Well,
2: you know what? I was... Um, well, I ultimately had a breast reduction.
1: Right. I um, mean, it must be sort of double edged because I'm sure, I mean, at some point, some attention, you, mu- you must want some attention from well, the boys.
2: No, it's no, but, then, but it was literally, you know what it was for starting me? Too early. You know what it was for me is I was teeny with these big boobs. So I was small, but just had these You're like boobs. Four four but eight. I remember when I worked at the Highland Movie Theater. So I'm 15 when I started, 16 pretty much. I worked there that whole year. And um, we wore these nylon dresses that everyone would wear if you worked at a Woolworths, Walgreens, Walgreens yeah, or anything. Zip up the zip-up thing, dress. a zip-up nylon dress with pockets and a uh-huh. white collar. Yep. But it was so form-fitting. And I remember, for me, it was when people would order. I was a candy girl, and people would order their popcorn and just stare at my boobs. And then and then at the end they'd look at my face. Mm-hmm. It was so uncomfortable. I and I'd always have this thing that I just wanted to give people the middle fingers in front of my breasts mm-hmm. and say screw you. Quit looking at me that way. Yeah. It was so
3: uncomfortable. Well, you got to admit, you were the candy girl and your boobs sure. are probably sitting right it, on top of the counter. Because
2: well, I sh- I mean, it was a very <laughs> weird time in my life. And I just remember always being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and wearing baggy tops. I would try to wear baggy to- tops, Rocco, because it was gotcha. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but, a, what, what would you say to people, you know, what if there are girls that thought of her as a hero for being sort of an outcast and and off kilter and now she's the, on but the here's the Vogue deal. And,
3: it's your body. You yeah. can wear whatever you, you want, can. whenever you want, at whatever age you're at, and you get to change your mind. That is, that's, the, that's, that's what she gets. That's what you get to own. I mean, but she can wear whatever she wants. It's her actual body. I mean, you know, she can just change it up. You don't have to be stuck to something at right. the age of, you know, like that you believed in when you were 14, 15, 16. Oh my gosh, that I does... don't
2: even want to be something nice yeah, in January. Yeah. you're not
3: beholden to that. So I think uh, when you read this interview, I mean, she's like really, she's got a good head on her shoulder. And I like that she talked about realizing that age does matter. It... Now at her wise age yeah. of 19, looking back, because well, maybe she
2: thought Rocko, that way. You were getting at like, what? Kind of what Laurie
1: said. Well, just, you know, what what about what if... I'm sure she has a legion of fans who loved her for being kind of odd and having the green hair and having the weird clothes and now looking at her going, well, oh, everybody gets to change, yeah, Everyone gets to that change. $1, that's $1,000 corset. And, yeah, no Changed
3: one... I mean, mind. but
1: that's easy for you guys to say because you guys are older and smarter now. Sure. If you're 14, you must be going, oh, my my hero is sold out. Yeah, I don't but know. Yeah,
3: she... really can't be thinking this way... Or she has to do what's be, best for herself because you can't gonna, please everybody all the time. Yeah, she's going to be. She, you can't be thinking that way. I mean, I'm sure her people thought this was a good idea for her to do this. To.
2: Launch kind the new, new album because she's album. excited
3: about the new sound yeah. and it's different. Yeah, she can't be worried about what.
1: Right. Um, I think it's interesting that coming back though. You said that sales were down and none yeah. of us liked the song. Well, none of
2: you like but the that's song. That's one I don't song like it.
3: Out of twelve.
1: Yeah, but and I feel like she's... even the one we heard in the in the preview had that right. sort of. Um, yeah. You know uh, what's her name, Lana Del Rey? Sort yes. of that uh-huh. dreamy, sort of
3: dreary emo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I hope she gives us a banger.
1: Yeah, I'd hope so. I I would
3: love to hear uh, a Billie Eilish banger, like a Miley Cyrus, some kind of a thing. You know, I would like her and Phineas to kick it, kick the bucket over and get dancing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, we'll see. I think the other thing about, about her, you know, sophomore album is she... Came out so big time, so strong. Even though she's been working forever yeah. and she's been grinding it, but her first album was so so big. Mm-hmm. The sophomore album is always a toughie. Yeah, well, she can talk to any number of people about that. <laughs> no, I but know she
3: looks great in these photos. It's posted for you. I, 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 and I she's love not it. A but 14 she does and
2: fifteen and sixteen and seventeen year old girl anymore. She looks Mark like II the Apple. love
3: child of Scarlett Johansson and Lady Gaga. Oh. The way she's yes. styled. Oh. With that 40s bang mm-hmm. and stuff, that's that's the vibe I'm getting. But mm-hmm. very femme fatale. I approve. As much. as
2: you would. Yeah, I you would.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, we're going to Hollywood speak, Julia. Um, well, too easy and for hard. <laughs> okay.
0: So, what are you trying to say?
1: Hollywood.
3: Hollywood speaking.
0: What is the meaning of this?
3: All right, so Julia, let's <laughs> Hollywood speak this. Now okay. we got it uh, posted. So last night in um, LA, they record they they filmed, it's not gonna show till like May 8th or something like this, okay. but um, a vaccine concert.
2: Okay, what does that mean? Do people get vaccines while they're there?
3: No, it's just to like encourage people, people to and give information okay. and just kind of see if any sports, Hollywood, Royal, Prince Harry was there. Oh my lord. Uh, they're calling it the Vax, Li- Global Citizens Vax Live, the concert to reunite the world. So, but they taped it ahead of time and it's going to air like on May 8th. And Prince Harry gave a speech like deserved, and the Daily right? Mail just was going, losing their mind. Right. Prince wants to be a rock star now. And I said, Do, you, do they have any idea how funny they sound? Mm-hmm. Yes, Prince already was a rock star. But anyway, the crowd was going crazy because let's face it, Prince Harry has Americans. Right? Yeah. Right? Do we, we, People like him here. Did you catch a mid-yawn there in that Just answer? Sorry about Just that. Just got it out. Anyone else notice that yawn yeah, rock? Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so at the concert... Selena Gomez is there. She looked a little different to me. She has blonded her hair. That's it. Yeah. She looked a little different. Okay. And then J-Lo was there, and she performed three songs. Now, here's the thing. This we okay, posted, the and this is what I want you to Hollywood speak. Okay. She sang Sweet Caroline to her mom, Lupe, who was out on stage with her. That probably won't make the concert footage that okay. we see on TV. Um, and... Her ex, who her Escalade has been picking him and dropping him off for like the last 10 days. Very obvious. And her people have gone to OK Us, Weekly, Daily Mail, TMZ, People Magazine, Entertainment Tonight to let them know that's her Escalade. Bringing them back and forth to her house. He's in the audience and she sings Sweet Caroline. Hollywood speak that
2: Okay, well, what people don't know that I'm going to fill in is that we're talking about the exes Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. and what we're talking about is Sweet Caroline. When you are a Boston Red Sox fan, that is what they sing. I think at the seventh inning stretch or something. That that is their song that they sing every so home it's a, yeah, game. It's a toast to Boston. It's a toast to Ben.
1: It's mm. a, yes, mm-hmm. Do you know good. that, Rocco. I I did know that.
2: Yeah. So so the Hollywood speak is well because. Then people are saying they're not together, they're just good old friends, but why would you get together with an old guy that you were stupid and engaged to if you didn't want to have some action? Yeah, no, they're having... Because remember how he praised, praised, praised her work ethic and everything when she was... Not that long ago. Not that long ago. In the Allure magazine that's out on the Mays newsstand, they talked to him and not A-Rod. Right. And she was still engaged to A-Rod, so it's kind of... Is it a coincidence?
3: No, I. you know what I think? It, first of all, I think the thing, when they first met, and this is like 15 years ago, you guys, and they were yeah. Bennifer, you know, the first that, name yeah. 17 years ago. Yeah, I think 17 years ago. He was obsessed with her at first. Like he was whipped. Right. Okay. Okay. And he openly ruined her marriage to Chris Judd. Yeah. Because remember that was yep. still happening. And then he, after about a year, he self sabotage. Because he was miserable, like he cared about Jennifer, but the whole thing had become such a circus. Right. And Gem was like, "Well, this is the way it's always going to be, baby." And he right. was just like, uh, "No." And she's like, "What?" And then they mm-hmm. broke up. Mm-hmm. And then you know, it, it was
2: more than a year because they were engaged in the process. of Right. This I know, and other but it, what's
3: interesting is that they've they have not been on good terms all this time. They've just gotten back. They're having a hot vac summer. Reunion, and I am here for this. Mm-hmm. I honestly hope they're having great sex mm-hmm. and that this is the summer romance gossip vintage drama that we could use and we deserve, quite frankly. Are
2: we, no, Lori... Not only deserve... I am asking them to bang for gossip. I, I'm I asking them, please, to continue because we need to see the pictures. It'll be so much fun. Oh, totally fun. The very definition
3: of yeah, win-win. I, I, love it. I love it. And the, the sheer very fact, <laughs> the very fact <laughs> that they're being so coy about everything, you guys. That, I mean, the her publicist, again, Blanketed People, Us Weekly, Page Six, and TMZ with the Just Friends cover story. All right, there mm-hmm. we go. There so, we
1: go. Are anyway, you here
2: for that? Do you think they're hot? The I'm hot here for Morocco? this.
1: Yeah, and I think you know, like you said, they're they're in a different place now than they were when they
2: right. were right. Now, neither no cares. expectations. Yeah. None. They no already one have wants their kids. They get married. They have
3: kids. They can just have fun. Have hotel sex or at home sex or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's like with somebody familiar who appreciate. Oh, yes. Right. Okay. Halle Berry is now revealing that her severe Emo Phillips, Willy Wonka, as Johnny Depp played him, uh, Bob at the Oscars, was just a wig as she shows off her lovely long hair. I don't believe this at all. Well Adam, why is she
2: doing this? Why why is she doing this so many days after? Why didn't it come out the next day?
3: That- Julia, because Hallie Berry needs to keep her name on our lips because that Marshall movie of hers is gonna be dropping here pretty soon. Where she plays like a martial arts fighter. Right. You know? Very believable.
2: Okay. She just had extensions put in this week.
3: You think so? Yes,
2: 100%. You don't think
3: that was a wig? Now I wonder. How
2: can you fit that much hair under a wig? Lori, we've worn worn wigs.
3: Julia, you can't believe what those hair people can do.
2: I don't know. That feels... I want a hair person to call in and tell us if this is true or not. 651-641-1071. This bothers me. I feel like she's just saying this to just get more attention. She bugs
3: me so bad. Well, she, she's stunting us for sure, and it really worked. But for me, it didn't work because I think Halle Berry is impossible to make it look bad, but yet her people did it to her at the Academy Awards. I would have for sure fired all those people who were... Well, they made her look horrible. And I won't be surprised if she breaks up with that mu- musician guy. You
2: you keep saying that because of the haircut, but you are so wrong. She's crazy for him.
3: She took him out in public. Yeah, I know, but they've been dating a year, so at the most they've got another six months of Oh, for crying out loud, Lori. Rocco! this is what I believe. (laughs) No, you know what her reputation is as far as, like, she gets sick of men. And and men get sick of her. But, like, she's like a year and a half, two years. She really... they, she, she as much as the other person, they, and she's still married to Olivier she, Martinez. She is still married to him. Uh-huh. Okay, Amber Heard is banned from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is hysterical. She smuggled her two Yorkies, Pistol and Boo, with false paperwork, and uh, uh, now they have uh, decided that because of this terrible thing that she did, uh, uh, that she cannot... Come to Australia for three years if she's found guilty of perjury in Johnny Depp's defamation case. So this is really a non-story. story. It's a non-story
2: <laughs> story, but if you ever, I do think their apology, their PSA that they did they for did Detective Still and Boo for Detective Barnacle, who um, oh. cited them, it was hysterical. It was like somebody
3: was pointing a gun at Johnny Depp's and head he had off Cucons camera in front of him. So it was hysterical.
2: Record. It's that it's, is a funny thing. That's the. We might have to find the audio over that. That was funny. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Stay with us, Lori and Julia.
0: My Talk 1071. Light up your space at Southern.